going on, girl? Hey, Prina, nothing much. Oh, hey, y'all. How y'all doing? How y'all week been? Pretty good. good. So, the Prina. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> you just had an anniversary this week? Yeah, of course. Two years in the bag. I just actually talked to a couple, and they are in their mid-30s, and they've been married 12 years. They've been married since they were like 21, which is basically most of their adult life. So I got the honor of talking to uh, Christine and Eric Franklin. They are the owners, makers of the brand I Rock Love, and they actually host a group uh, group for young married couples where they kind of do activities together. I kind of discovered them on Facebook. Eric and I actually work in the same institution, but I've never really talked to him before. But I, you know how it is. You just know people and then they just kind of end up on your Facebook feed, but you're not really friends, you know, not in real life. I would see them and I would admire them, you know, when they're little cute little family. They got three kids and everything. So basically, I just kind of picked their brain about, you know, what made them choose to be married so young and, and how do they keep it fresh and stay together? I always hear a lot about these groups that people create when they're married or, you know, groups that they create for single people or whatever. So it'll be interesting as to why they decided that this group was something that was, you know, needed. Like, what are they getting out of it? Curious to hear what they have to say about, you know, life before they actually got married. Because if you got married at 21, you missed a lot of those years of uh, jumping on couches. And I'm just saying, you miss a lot of turn-up time when you get married at 21. <laughs> what you think, Ashley? Their story is beautiful, but I'm all about youth. I don't want my, I don't even want my nieces to have a boyfriend or be serious with anybody until they're at least 26. You know, they miss that turn-up time. That turn-up time <laughs> and finding out what they really want and who they really exactly. are. Exactly. Well, what you guys will hear before we play this for everybody is, you know, I basically kind of brought up some of the topics that we discussed before, especially trying to pick Eric's brain as a man who, when he talks, it was really his decision um, to become married so young. So really just try to figure out like what kind of examples that he have. You know, we talked about, you know, no longer daddy's little girl, but he's got a daughter himself. So, you know, it is funny when you find out what he has to say about all that. Well, all right, then let's listen to this interview and hear what they have to say. How long have you guys been doing this I Rock Love? What exactly is it? So the... First of all, thank you for the opportunity to talk about what we do. Um, me and my wife are excited about it. Yes. Um, so uh, originally it started from a, a poem that I did. Well, the, that, that phrase you just said came from a, a poem that I came up with for our fifth year anniversary called uh, Marital Status. You can YouTube that Marital Status. <laughs> and uh, we, we, we started ho um, hosting gatherings at our house for married couples just to make a place where women can let their hair down and men can roll their sleeves up and just talk about the realities of marriage and being a parent and things like that. So that we did that, I want to say, quarterly. This was back in 2013. Yeah, 2013. Yeah. So we started out as a little gatherings at the house, and then the name uh, I Rock Love came because it was something that we wanted to do, something to represent where we came from. So the, the I, of course, is, 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 is lowercase because... Um, in a healthy relationship or, or marriage, you know, like you're there, but you can't be the most important person. It's always about somebody else. And then you have Rock, which is um, Rochester, um, of course. And then you have the love, which, you know, conquers all. So we got the I Rock Love thing going. And, and it's pretty much it's I Rock Love and power marriages and encouraging marriage at the same time. Um, to let people know or, or couples know that mar like, cause marriage itself is tough. If you can talk to somebody, 
that's been through what you're going through and realize you can make it. Um, and they tell you essentially that what you're going through is part of the process or that's light work. You'll be all right. You know, it encourages you um, and, and gives you, you know, a little bump in your step awesome. uh, in regards to the marriage. But you also want to talk to, to someone or another couple that have a strong foundation, just not with anybody. You want someone that has a strong foundation that will give you the wisdom and the guidance that you need mm-hmm. and will tell you when you're wrong. How old are you guys and, and when did you meet and, and how long have you been married? We are in our mid-30s. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 35. I just turned 35. Okay, um, girl. Is 34. Yeah, she's going to rob the cradle. <laughs> <laughs> By a month and five days, my birthday coming up. His birthday is the end of this month. So he'll be 35. Uh, we met at um, Wilson Magnet High School, but we met like we knew each other during school, but we officially met like our in the junior senior year. Yeah, the second half, the half, the second half of senior year, we were um, in a fashion show together. Yeah, so we were like having practice and stuff after school, and then she piqued my interest. Um, I, I, well, I, could, I guess I could say we piqued each other's yeah, interest. Yeah, say it right. Say it right. <laughs> Eric, how did you know that Christine was the one? So, well, just to, to piggyback a little bit, right now we are we going on twelve years of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, we were married at twenty three. It was a it was a process. It was from from the age of um, well, first it started with me myself. We wasn't high school sweethearts. Let's put that out there. Right. Um. We was not high school sweethearts um, at all. We were just kicking it. Because I don't want people to think we was high school sweethearts. Even though it would seem like that, that yeah, wasn't the case. but that wasn't the case. So from age, I want, I want to say age uh, 20 to 23, um, I really got my, my spiritual life together. You know, whatever. I, I went through a season where, you know, I just was really, I had a, I had a hunger for God. Um, and then me doing that, you know, I learned that being single um, is your time for God to develop you the way he wants you to be. Um, I read this book um, that said, you know, when you do things in your time, you get the sandbox. Uh, but when you let God do it in his time, he gave you the beach. Mm-hmm. And um, and that was, you're right, that was a revelation to me. And I was thinking, well, if I've been doing it on my own um, so far, this, you know, so far right now, and, it's, and I've been enjoying it. Just imagine how much more fun the beach would be. Um, so when me and Christine, uh, well, we stayed in communication because we had a daughter at the time. Mm-hmm. We were parents, no legality issues or anything like that. So it really wasn't about me knowing that she was the one. It was more about me knowing that I was a husband. Ariana being uh, the connection, our daughter, um, it, it kind of just like I prayed to God one night. I was like, yo, God, if you don't bring me somebody, you know, I'm going to do it myself. And uh, then one day I was dropping Ariana off and Christine just started to look better to me. <laughs> like the scales, like he like he dropped the scales from my eyes and I just started. Because usually when I was dropping Ariana off, I was getting her like every weekend and like a month or over the summer, I would drop her off and I would be gone. Um, but now I was starting to drop her off. I was hanging a little bit, <laughs> hang, hanging around a little bit. And then, uh, and she knew the the path I was on. I knew, I knew her. Um, I knew that um, it could work. It would take work, but it could work. And I knew I was in position uh, spiritually and emotionally to approach her to see if she would, you know, take my hand and be my, my wife. And of course she said yes. So it was really more about me being comfortable with who I was. And within that, um, and I want to throw this out there within that time frame from 20 to 23 or no, ni- 19 to 22, 
um, I went collectively 33 months celibate. You feel me? Like 30, yeah. it was, and it wasn't like I didn't think about it. It was just that I knew myself enough not to put myself in situations to where you know it would come to that. So, um, and that's a part of what I, that's a part of me saying I, I became single. Like I was content. I wasn't trying to you know manipulate nobody. I used no young ladies as for my own selfish needs or, or desires. I was in position to where you know certain struggles that people have in regards to you know temptations and stuff like that just don't just don't phase me and and the benefit of that is um of, of that time is if anything happens now um in regards to like whatever type of temptation or whatever is is, is nothing it's like work it's not even a, a consideration if you understand what i'm saying during that time when we wasn't you know, together, we were just parenting. I was dating. Um, it wasn't like a healthy relationship at all, but, you know, we broken up. And during that time, I'm just like, yo, I'm I'm tired of feeling like I have to please somebody else or I feel like I want to be loved so much that, you know, I was just looking for it in the wrong places. So when we broke up, I, I also took that time to, like, really look at myself like, okay, I have a daughter now. Like, she is the the first priority. So I have to be the example that I want her to see, mm-hmm. you know. So when Eric came back, you know, not came back, but when we started talking, I realized he was on a different path. And I was like, yo, that's, that's dope. Mm-hmm. And, like, my family, they're, you know, we have a church background, but I never went to church. So when he did come to me, um and said that he was into the church. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool, you know. So we, you know, it it took me on a different path then. So it was, you know, I had to find myself also. also so. What is it like seeing how people are dating now? And do you like, feel like I'm glad we together? <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm glad we yeah. together before <laughs> all this Facebook and Instagram and all this other little crazy facade stuff happens. Yeah, I feel uh, like a lot of people, well, some people, let me say some people, I feel like some people take what they see on TV and try to redo it with their relationship so it don't really last long. Um, it's, it's, um, I feel like, like when things are in like a heated moment, they're ready to just be like, you know what, I don't got to do this no more. I'm out. Right, with all of the instant, like they see it because things are so accessible now that they right. think, you think that. So you develop the microwave mentality where you think everything's right. going to happen quick, but you don't get to where we at going on 12 years of marriage quickly. You understand? It's 12, you know, going on 12 years that didn't just happen overnight, and um, and we try to pr- project that to our to our kids as well. Mm-hmm. Um, having a, a um, our daughter, she's 16, so you know mm. it's the you know so she's in the time of you know the Instagram and all other types yeah. of moves. So we just like so we try to understand that, but we also enlighten her and give her you know insight from our experiences as, as being you know being a teenager, understanding that time frame, but also us being her parents as well, and some realities that mm-hmm. um, she's gonna have to deal with like. Instagram and even yeah. our, well, all our kids in general, it's, that's all like a facade. It's all a fake. It's not real. It's not, you know, it's not tangible. Just being an example as a man in her life, what is it that you want her to take from how you treat Christine? That you can have a good time um, with, your, with your spouse um, and in marriage, because a lot of people in general, um, they think, um, well, I would say some people in general think that marriage is like a ball and chain. 
Yeah. I mean, like you lose some some liberties and freedom, but it's actually real freeing, um, not dealing with a bunch of, of chaos. So what um, I try to do her is just, we just have open communication. Yeah. Um, you know, with our parent when I need to, you know, um, she. Uh, Has she come to you with like guy issues yet? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, and I'm near. So I'm going to just say like I put her on the game. Okay. You feel me? Like, cause I have not forgotten. You understand my my BC life. <laughs> <laughs> That's before Christ for people who don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have not forgotten that. So I, I put her on the game. I let her know what questions to ask. Uh, you understand me? Now, also, um, when she was, you know, some years back, I would put her on to um, even even some adults too. Though they missed the point of like um, like they don't know the distinction between being attracted. To attracted to somebody and liking somebody right mm. it's, they think just because you know they, they're attractive that they automatically like them mm-hmm. um so i was letting her know like well you know well, what's his name what's his middle name what's his mom name you know what's his favorite because she's like i don't know so i'm like well how can you like somebody if you don't know these things about them mm. right. you feel me? so so i get it that you're attracted to somebody i can understand i get that but i, I want i don't want you to open up this emotional portion of your body of your in this emotional state where you like, oh God, I like them, and then you find out that you don't like them. You never really liked them in the beginning. You were attracted to them, but you didn't know how to distinguish the attraction and the like. And then once you got to know them or get to know them, that would distinguish if you like them or or not, or you just keep it moving. So that was wow. that's the part. And I I even talked to some of her mm-hmm. friends um, now about it. You know, I'm not I'm not you know, they look at me that that uh crazy uncle or whatever all the friends that come over they know this is like an open communication house that's awesome that, no that's good mm-hmm. that's good to at least have somebody because not everybody you know even some parents would be like oh you could tell me everything but that's not true because they'll you they'll show you that's a lie once you do try to come to them with something so that right. you know, it's it's always good to have at least somebody, even if it's a friend, auntie, somebody. Um, but for the both of you guys, what um examples did you guys have growing up as far as like marriage and love and just how to navigate relationships? I didn't really yeah, not no. not healthy wise. I would say, um, you know, because well, because coming up, you only know what you know. Mm-hmm. So as you as you get older and you come into yourself, you start to realize some things. You realize that some things don't don't add up. Like you know, like my family, I love all my family, but you know, my 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 dad had five kids by five different women, mm-hmm. and, and my mom had three kids by three different men. And it's nothing against them, but in, in regards to like um, for, for me and Christine to be in the situation that we're in, you know, where all our kids are with each other, um, mm-hmm. and we're married and in the same household. Um, it was just something that I, I, I desired. It was one of my, it was my heart's desire. Of course mm-hmm. we had like, you know, our grandparents and stuff like that, but they didn't really, you know, put, put you on the game. Mm-hmm. It was really like your cousins and stuff like that, that um, or, or TV or, or the Cosby's or something, mm-hmm. or something like that, or Martin and Gina. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and you know, as we get older, it's like you, when you watch old episodes of Martin, you realize that that was problematic. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> what about you, Christine? Um, for me, my mom wasn't married. Um, me and my brother, we do have two different dads. 
Um, but my grandparents were, you know, my aunts and uncles are, but I didn't see the love. I didn't mm. see like the hugs and kisses. I didn't see the communication. Like I didn't see that. They was there, but they wasn't there. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it definitely um, does. <laughs> so, you know, for me, by me witnessing that and as I got older, I was, you know, I just told myself if I ever get married, I don't want a relationship like that. I don't want to come home and just be like, oh, hey, or don't speak at all. Mm. I don't want a relationship where somebody's sleeping upstairs and other person sleeping downstairs. Mm. You know, I didn't want that. I want I want our kids to see us hug and kiss. I want our kids to see us communicate um, and stuff like that. So it really wasn't a... It was marriage in our, it's marriage in our family, but it, it's not the marriage that I thought marriage should have been at that, you know, mm-hmm. by me growing up. Mm. So, like, um, you know, we talked about the I Rock Love Group. Um, how has, no, let me just go back. Since you guys been married, what is the thing about marriage that you've learned the most or something that you thought that, that you realized really wasn't? Um, it, it, it. keeping each other happy <laughs> <laughs> like that's not my job to keep Eric happy and that's not his job to keep me happy you gotta find happiness within yourself in order for you to have a a happy marriage mm. you preach it you preach it <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, uh, it, it it takes it takes work I mean, it's not it's not something that's that's easy. Just like parenting, you know, is is I like to say like you, you like you get married, but you earn marriage. Right. You feel me? If, if that makes sense, you don't just like I, like we didn't do this to play to play games to play house just to play, but we did this to to change the trajectory, you know, of our of our lineage per se. Um, but it, it takes work. Is you know, we never stop learning. I stay reading. I'm a student. Yeah. I'm a student of well. We're both students of marriage. Mm-hmm. And then we don't got it all figured out. We might look like we do, but I stay. <laughs> I stay in student mode because you know it's some things that I. Um, if I don't have to go through it to make it work, then I don't want to have to go through it. Like you know, and God bless you know all those that went through whatever they went through, infidelities and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and they came out better on the other side. But I don't want to have to go through that, you know, to find appreciation for my wife. You feel me? Like, I don't want that chink in my armor um, to, to make it work. And, and there are couples that haven't had that and they've mm. made it work. And I'd rather just be on that end of the spectrum. Mm. And that and that, come, and that comes into play with when I, while, while I was single, the, that, that 33 months of discipline. Mm. That that goes into a, a effect now because so so now like I don't I'm not in I won't you I'm too busy so I won't be in a position where I will some uh, succumb to such you know actions. What was your experience like before you found each other? Like being like in high school and things like that. Um, did you date a lot? Did you kind of keep to yourself? Like what was that like for the both of you? Um, for me, when I had a relationship, it was it was I'll say long long term. Because it was over a year that I kept my relationship, um, <clears throat> which I probably should have been ended because, you know, it just wasn't good. 
Me, me, myself, I never was in a relationship a year. <laughs> I was with my boys, and it's been like I, 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 I would count one relationship in high school. Um, but I, I, outside of that, everybody was just, uh, you know, an, an associate or whatever. Because, um, you know, then I realized that, you know, I'm going to just be honest that I didn't necessarily need a title to to be with a female sexually. Mm. Um, like my, my personality and, and things like that, you know, wordplay or whatever spoke, you know. Put <laughs> so who put you on to game, Eric? Because that's the thing. It's like my son is 12, right? So... Uh, his dad called me the other day. He was like, yeah, I overheard your son ask a little girl if she wanted to be his girlfriend. And I was like, <gasps> and so, uh, you know, I was talking to him about it. He was like, mom, he was like, why would I want to talk to you about girls? I'm like, who better to talk about girls with than your mom? <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> like, I used to be one. So, but I, you know, it's like, I really want to be able to kind of have this open dialogue with him. But it's like. I don't, you know, before somebody, some knucklehead tries to, like, tell <laughs> somebody tries to get in. So I guess who put you on to kind of how to, like, talk to girls and, and, like you said, put them on game? It was, it was you know, uncles, you know, my, my brothers, um, my cousin trial and error. <laughs> so, so can you give me an example or maybe something that you remember that somebody told you that, you know, about girls that maybe you found out that was... <laughs> wasn't right later on um let me see well i can tell you what my dad told me about me he said um he said being and, and this is just and this is how i take how this conversation went and this is in regards to, to girls mm -hmm. um he said uh you know being a franklin um is a gift and it's a curse and that and that was it <laughs> <laughs> That was it. So <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> a lot of stuff was, you know, kind of like I kind of, you know, felt my way through it mm. and stuff like that. And um, but it, it, and again, it's a different time now. So it's a lot of people like myself that come from that generation where we're trying to make it better for the up and coming generation. What are you guys trying? What are you as a as a woman trying to demonstrate um, to to the young men in, in your household? Just basically love. We, you know, I have a I have a open communication with them as well. Um, he's not there yet. Um, it's in regards as far as like girls go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, we I try not to open that box just yet. Because I don't want him to be like, oh, okay, well, let me go figure out what's going, you know. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we do dates and stuff like that. We, you know, teach them how to be a gentleman and, and stuff like that. So basically just the love, like just showing him a, a lot of love, both of them. Did you find people trying to tell you things about your marriage that just didn't apply to today? It's a good question. I don't think so. Um, like we we got more, I think more, like more wisdom instilled in us, mm -hmm. um, as opposed to saying don't do this, don't do that type of type of thing. Cause we was gonna do what we wanted to do anyway. Right. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. Um, I don't know. We kind of we we kind of like we didn't we didn't get marital counseling. 
Um, not, not like a not not like a six week session. No, not a six week. Like we had to, we, we had to sit down through. before yeah. we said I do and yeah. stuff like that. It wasn't like continual sessions. Right. Um, but it was. I don't. I don't know. I don't we kind of just so. yeah. We kind of just figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you have for people trying to date and 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 who want to be married? I would. For, uh, as far as marriage, like marriage is not for the faint of heart. You understand? Like if if you want to get married, you know, make sure you know what you're signing up for. It's not, you know, for it's not for Instagram. It's not for Facebook. You know, it's, it's real life. Um, say that again. Sorry. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're dealing with with, with real life. Um, in regards to preparation, um, in the meantime, um, I would say. I would say um, get to know yourself first. Yeah, I would say that too. But you also have to make it so that you, you know, you are you're not standoffish where somebody won't can approach you or something like that. Like like like. So I'm I'm open to everything because any relationship can can you know be successful. Yeah. Um, and, and and when I say that, like you can meet somebody online. I, I, heard of stories of people that met online and then you know they're married and success you know having you know great progress in their relationship and stuff like that so i would say keep your options open within reason mm-hmm. um you know make sure that the dude knows how to you know approach you um you know appropriately not you know even though a lot of dudes don't know how to talk nowadays <laughs> right <laughs> to, especially with this text text message Oh, that's Stop the worst. Words and all of that. <laughs> wow. So, what has been your biggest challenge um, since you guys became married? Biggest challenge: uh, balance, finding a balance. Yes. Um, <laughs> with with just marriage, uh, you know, kids like our daughter, sixteen, got a sixteen, eleven year old, and a three year old. Um, you you know, got him in work. all phases, like right, right, young right. adult, <laughs> almost teenager, and baby. Right, right, right. and still got to find time for us. You feel me? Like, right. as you can see, time flies by because, you know, just, you know, me and you, we've been in communication. It's been hit and miss. Mm. <laughs> um, right, right. We did this interview. But mm-hmm. um, just, just finding the balance so that you're not, um, you know, worn out and, or, or, reassuring each, giving each other reassurance that you know that I'm here I'm available yes. to you and things like that so I, I would say that that is the most um, challenging and it's, it's a lot with that mm-hmm. but just finding the balance um, yeah um, what is, is the hardest thing so since you guys been meeting I mean what it's been almost like what six seven years since you guys started this IROC love group what have you taken away from this experience when you meet with these other couples? That everybody's looking for, for well, couples are looking for, for happiness. They're looking to be able to hang with couples with no motive to just have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and people really want, you know, successful relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, like I like to use the analogy like that my brother used one time he, he, he was riding the motorcycle 
he was like, yo, E, man, he said, riding that motorcycle is, is fun, man, but when you ride with somebody else, when you ride with your crew, it's just a whole different energy. Mm-hmm. And I like to correlate that with marriages, you know, like being marriage is fun, but when you hang with other couples and things of that nature, it gives you a whole different energy and let you know that you can make it out here um, in these times. Mm-hmm. One of the things I like to ask people, like if you can remember back, like when you were single or even now, like together, can you tell me about like your best date and then your worst date. <laughs> oh, here we go. All right. So, single, best single. Um, I guess I can do. I can do both. Okay. <laughs> single, single. My best date. Um, I would say is when. Um, I went bowling. This one time it was just me and a young lady. We went bowling. That was a good time. Um, while we were married, um, so me and Sting, I wasn't, I wasn't with Christine at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so what made it, what made the bowling so special? It was just a good time. It was just, it was just a good, a good time. It was, you know, in that moment, that's what, that was, that was a good time. That's awesome. Um, the, with Christine being married, I would say that. One that I remember that was we had we went to Wendy. Well, I really gotta hear about this in detail. So, what yeah. happened at Wendy's that made it the best date? <laughs> it was just a good time, like because because Wendy's ain't cheap, you understand? So you really paying, you know. But we you know we got the meals and we just enjoyed each other's company over the four like, for four. No, this was before the fourth. <laughs> so, so, but it, it was then though that I realized that it's not what you're eating; it's who you're eating with. Yes, that, that's the, that's the difference. You understand? Because some people, you know, they could go to black and blue and all that little fancy stuff. It's nothing against them, but are you enjoying your company though? Are you doing it just to look like you know you're enjoying your company? But we really had a genuine good time. Yeah. Oh, that was one of my best dates too, um, and it was only for like five minutes. To be honest, <laughs> seriously, like we sat in the parking lot and we ate our food and just enjoyed each other's company. And at that moment, I was like, "Yo, this is one of the best dates we ever had." I'm not. I'm not talking about that one. <laughs> Y'all must have went to Wendy's a whole lot. Of time. Listen, that's what <laughs> I mean, what this was the one we went to when we went inside and sat down. Oh, I'm talking about the one in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> talking about where we had a window uh, to just sit back and relax and, and take in the cool breeze and yeah. stuff like that. But I'm talking about when we sat down in the restaurant and we yeah. were just chilling. Had I think I had a chicken combo or something like that. And <laughs> it was just cool. Under $20. And we were <laughs> Well, that's awesome. <laughs> See, ladies, you don't have nobody has to spend a whole lot of money. You just it's, what you say, Eric. It's not what you eat, and it's who you eating with. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to tell you. Well, don't be afraid to use some coupons. Yeah, I think coupons are the bond. <laughs> <laughs> I know we get them in the mail all the time. Don't throw those away. Do not throw those. Right. Away. <laughs> right, but again, like Wendy's ain't cheap though. You feel me? It's not like. <laughs> You know the the. I remember when I used to work there when I was younger. The the uh, what was it the uh, 
Bacon, bacon Classic was like four fifty eight or something. <laughs> and now the joint like nine ten dollars for the meal. <laughs> um. So yeah. So what? I guess what is your plan for the future? I know, like you said, this is kind of like a group that you have for for married couples. But and if you, are you guys offering things for like single people to mingle and things like that? Because I think that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we uh we we come in with something. You bet a lot of people that was asking about it. But so the truth, truthfully, I don't know, because if it don't work out, I don't want them to try to blame us. <laughs> <laughs> we just feel like there's power in the black family. Um, I, we feel like the, the there's power in, um, in, in the culture uh, so much that um, when we went to uh, the African-American Museum back and when it's like two years ago, mm-hmm. um, it was this little uh, portion where they had like black couples. They had to like, you know, get married in secret and things like that and use the copper rings, you know, as a, as a signal, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. as a symbol of their of their wedding bands and things like that. So um, so we don't take this this lightly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we definitely want to project that image, a positive black image of marriage especially with the way that the media, you know, with the housewives and everything is dramatic mm-hmm. or whatever, you know how it is with media and, and the black black culture, how they try to project us. So we feel like it's our, our duty to project a, a healthy, realistic um, mm-hmm. black couple, family, mother, father, um, during these times. Mm-hmm. Mm. But, no, I appreciate you guys um, just giving your input because, like I said, I think it's really, really important, especially to have black men talk about relationships because I feel like me growing up, I didn't really hear men talk about relationships. But I like I love to, you know, hear, you know, people talk positively, especially about black love. So thank you guys so much. Um, I do want to leave off with your marriage can be 100 percent successful. If God is in it. Amen. That's it right there. You understand? So we out. We signing off. Y'all know it. That's it. That's Team Franklin. We repping the rock. You can call it rock love. Increasing the stock. Nothing's going to stop us. Good sister April. Thank you for the platform and opportunity. God bless you and your endeavors. All right. Thank you guys so much. I'll talk to you soon. Seems like you had a pretty lengthy uh, conversation with them too. Um, it was very interesting to see that he said that he was what? He didn't. He went without sex for like 33 months. Um, I kind of find that hard to believe, but <laughs> I guess I believe it for sake of <laughs> the interview. But I thought that part was probably the most interesting part to me. But I think it's nice that they are, you know, trying to make this group where you know there's, you know, I rock love and trying to make it, you know, so people can have. I guess you can say people can have a little bit of, uh, I guess, hope in marriage again. But at the same time, I really think that their situation is specific to them because that's not something that can happen for everybody, you know. So that's that's just my opinion on the interview. Um, what y'all think? My, I oh, go ahead, Ashley. Uh, I totally agree, Deprena. Something that stuck out to me was that um, they had already had a baby, but even with them with them having a baby first they still didn't think that they were going to be together. Like, they weren't together. They were separated. And um, something else that stuck out to me was that he prayed for God to bring him a woman and his baby mama started looking better to him. I thought that was... Um, 
It was interesting, uh, to say the least. Well, uh, especially because a lot of people don't believe in going back because, like Trina said, that does not always work out, you know, and it, it makes you think, like, well, what was so what was so bad or what wasn't right the first time around? Like, she's the same person, you know, so I don't, I I think, don't know. I think that Eric was trying to stress that um, he wasn't ready because I do understand that because me and my baby father were on and off for a lot of times and obviously it didn't work but I think um you know even what Christine had touched on was just like she's seen him changing so I think when they had the baby he just wasn't really in the mindset to really make them official and a lot of times nowadays it is kind of the status quo like you have a baby first and then you get a relationship and then you get married oh sorry y'all that's my um (laughs) alarm (laughs) my my bedtime alarm but anyway um but i guess saprina for you and chris you guys live in um long island and it's pretty much you guys you guys ever find like other couples that you guys can kick it with or if you do what's that experience like because um it seems like chris or christine and eric find you know a lot of solace in being around other couples well i mean personally it would that that sounds nice written down on paper, but you know, it's kind of trying to find other couples that's married like you is almost like having that you and your best friend, like let's say Chris is meet my best friend and we kind of got to like people be like, all right, let's see if we like this couple. If we like that couple, then we both be like, no, I don't like them mother. Cause you know, like we can't do with that. So it's almost like finding the church home, you know? So you can't like force those 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 unions you can't force those friendships like that sometimes it gotta randomly just happen you know it might be at a freaking you know gas station by mistake or it might be you know at a conference or something so that's not something we really focus on or whatever yeah and i don't think that uh, they do but i think that they like to be able to kind of be able to share like their experiences as married couples because there's certain things that of course I'm not going to understand you know as far as you and Chris's relationship because I'm not married and so do you ever I mean where do you get advice from when it comes to nobody's relationship is perfect so when things do arise who do you get advice from that's the thing it's like he doesn't really have an example of something to go to and I don't and you can't always be like oh just like I never really believe in people thinking that i truthfully to be honest i don't really really think that married people should give single people advice on anything at all that's just my personal opinion because at the end of the day everybody's going to work their relationship in their own way and on their own terms i don't consult mm-hmm. with anybody about any issues that are going with me in my my personal you know my marriage or my relationship because that's something that we deal with we handle we talk about the world say oh you need somebody to talk to or you can consult with people or it's good to be around you know other married couples and all that i I really Mm -hmm. feel like that that's some tv shit and that's and it don't work like that for everybody else it just doesn't so it doesn't work like that for you guys you know it doesn't it doesn't work like that for me at all and i mean Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I wouldn't even give a single person advice. I could just tell them the experiences that I went to and tell them, mm-hmm. hey, try this or try that. See what happens. If it works for you, it don't. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it, our relationship is really just us. So that's why it's weird. We're almost like 
twiddle D and twiddle dum. Like, we know <laughs> when it's time to go, when we place it, we'll look at each other like, no, nah, this ain't it. Or, you know, we know when we like something yeah. or don't like something. So, I mean, it's kind of... Um, one thing that I thought was really... That I liked about them was that um, that they still, like, like each... Like, they still have a good time with each other. Their, their bond is still very youthful. You know, when I asked him, like, what your favorite date was, he was saying... They both said Wendy's, but at different times. So, you know, it just makes me like, okay... Don't make me feel like there is hope in the future. So, so Ashley, married couples like this, do you think that they are any use for like people who are single or people who you know want a relationship? Do you even think something like this is useful, good or bad? Like, what's your opinion on filming this I Rock Love? So, I think that the group is a good idea, um, but it's very TV like. And I say that because that's what comes to my mind, like marriage, marriages that you see on TV where people all get together and come to somebody's house and like talk out what happens. But at the end of the day, no one tells everyone everything that happens within their relationship and as they should, you know what I mean? So um, I don't know, like, I think it's helpful for single people to see that couples are black couples are together and functioning well together as adults and as friends. Like, you can have the combination. So I do think that it is helpful. And I think, like April said, it's um, it gives you hope. But at the same time, I definitely understand what you're saying as far as, you know, sometimes you guys like the couples or sometimes you don't. Or if one person likes one person and the other one doesn't. My best friend is married, and she hangs out sometimes with her other married friends, but her and her husband have a better time hanging out with me <laughs> and single male best friend. Like, we go places together all the time. We call it family time. What do you think about their story, though? Or I guess um, them I think, as a couple. I think their story is sweet, and I'm, I'm glad that he was open about, you know, his beginning feelings and how his feelings began to change and she's like you know I'm a mom so I had to look at things differently which a lot of mothers um, often say that like you know it took for them to have a child in order to open up their eyes about the world and about you know relationships how you treat yourself how you allow other people to treat you but I'm very glad that this worked out for them I really really am they sound really really happy really really in love um it's sweet I love black love <laughs> me too <laughs> all right well in celebration of love we're actually going to have the next episode with the young man telling us his love story so you guys tune in subscribe and support all right bye-bye Thank you all for tuning in to the Kisses and Conversations podcast. And as always, we'd like to thank our supporters, Jill Ruiz, Brenton Thornton, Jason Valentine, Cornell Ewell, and Darren R. You can find us online on Facebook at Kisses and Conversations and Instagram at Kisses and Convos. Thank you all so much for listening. Smooches.
Music for this podcast has been provided by Makai Beats on the intro, Drake Stafford on the outro, and Vincent Augustus on the underlay. If you guys want to check out this music, you can find these guys on Instagram and also check out our information page on where you can find a license and where you can find these artists on freemusicarchives.org.